This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 20 is going to be from Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through 14. <clears throat> if a Christian cannot eat the meat of God's word, then he, she, is a babe who is unskilled in the word of righteousness because he, she, cannot chew the meat without teeth that comes from study and proper application. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through 14 read, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God and have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. And so the Christians that the writer of Hebrews was talking to here had been Christians for a long time. But yet they were still only eating the milk of God's word. In verse 12, he says, for by this time you ought to be teachers. And so there was a length of time there that had passed by. And the writer says that time that had ellipsed was long enough that they should have learned enough of God's word in order to be able to teach it. But there's something else that is directly implied by that phrase as well. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, implies that there is a time frame in where it's okay that you're not teaching. Why? Because you're still a babe. But in this case... That time frame had ellipsed, had gone on, and they should have been teaching God's word, but they were not studied well enough. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. They were not studied enough that they were able to go ahead and teach because they were only feasting on the milk of God's word. Well, there are two types of individuals that are not ready to teach. The first one is found in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Now, this is talking to grown children, but the first group of people that are not ready to teach, and they have a right not to be ready to teach, are young children. Going on from Ephesians chapter 6 and verses 1 through 4, we look at Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The first verse was talking to adult children, but this verse in Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6 is talking to young children. Young children need to be trained in order to know how to be godly. And so there's a time frame, just like in Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12, for though by this time you ought to be teachers, there's a time frame from the time you're born to the time you become old enough 
to teach because you are going through training. You are being trained not to depart from God's law. This training takes the form of repetition. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 12. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Isaac, to Abraham, to Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build, houses full of good things which you did not fill, hewn out wells which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full, then beware lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You see, the children needed repetition in their lives from the time they got up in the morning till the time they went to bed, all throughout the years growing up, so that they would not forget who brought them out of the house of Egypt. Well, that's exactly what was going on in Hebrews chapter 5 verses 12 through 14. These people have not studied enough. They did not have enough repetition in their lives to be able to use the word of God right. Verse 13 says, For everyone who partakes only of the milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. And so these people had forgotten who brought them out of the land of Egypt, and they were not eating the solid food that God had given them in his word so that they would be adults having their senses exercised to discern both good and evil, but they were only eating the milk of God's word. And milk will only sustain a child for so long. Once a child reaches a certain age and they develop teeth in their mouth, then milk is no longer going to sustain them. They need solid food. In Romans chapter 6, verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death. Well, a child that does not feast on the meat after they develop teeth in their mouth is going to die. And this concept is repeated that we need repetition in our life. We need that food in our lives over and over and over, especially as a young child in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 18 through 21. So it was so important to Moses that he repeat this twice to the children of Israel because he realized if the children did not grow up because they were feasting on the meat of God's word throughout their childhood, then Israel was going to die because they would not have people being grown into maturity in the house of Israel who would be able to lead God's people. And isn't that exactly what happened to the children of Israel is leaders were not raised within Israel to lead them properly and they would fall away from God. They'd have good leaders, they'd have bad leaders, but the bad leaders would be prevalent. They'd have more bad leaders than they would have good leaders and eventually God would send them into Babylonian and Assyrian captivity because they were not following him. If we want people to follow God, we have to start at a young age training them to be able to use their teeth to chew the meat of God's word so that they can digest it into their lives and use it throughout their lives. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verses 3 through 5, we have Timothy's mother and grandmother using this principle to teach 
Timothy, I thank God, whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers, night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I might be filled with joy, when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your mother Lois and your I'm sorry, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is also in you. And so they used the principle found in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and Deuteronomy chapter 11 to teach Timothy how to chew the meat of God's word. If we go on to 2 Timothy chapter 3 and look at verse 15, it says, And that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. If we don't want to be in the predicament that the people in Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through 14 were in, if a Christian cannot eat the meat of God's word, then he is a babe, he, she is a babe who is unskilled in the word of righteousness because he, she cannot chew the meat without teeth that comes from study and proper application of his word. If we don't want to be in that predicament, then we need to learn from childhood the holy scriptures which are able to make us wise. You see, that's the only thing that's going to be able to make us wise unto salvation is the Holy Scriptures. And we need to start learning them from childhood so that when we become old enough to teach, we no longer have to go back to the first principles, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 1, in order to study them again because we never learned them. But we've known them from childhood, and now we're ready for the meat. We're ready to go out into the world and teach the gospel as Jesus commanded. But we have to understand that it takes time to learn these things. And if we haven't put the time in, then we're going to have to, at some point, go back and put the time in necessary to learn how to be a teacher. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21, we have the second group of people that are okay when they're not able to teach. And that is 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The new convert is supposed to be a babe in Christ. The one that has just been baptized into Christ is reborn into Christ. John chapter 3 and verse 5, Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. And so when we're born of water and of spirit, we're reborn a new babe in Christ, and a new babe doesn't have any knowledge of his word. He has to be taught what he needs to know. And so a child, a physical child, has a time frame in which it's understandable that they don't know all the things they need to know in order to live. Well, it's the same way with a new child just born into Christianity. There is that time frame in which it is understandable that they don't know everything that they need to know. But when we've been Christian for years and years and years and we're still in that time frame, then that's what Paul or that's what the writer of Hebrews is talking about 
when he wrote this. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you've come to need milk and not solid food. So we're starting this training right now, even though you've been Christian for a long time. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 4, it says, Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. We need to start our new life the moment we come up out of that water. We need to start growing and maturing and learning. Just as a child was taught all the way back in Moses' time with repetition in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 12, and uh, Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 18 through 21, they are taught with repetition from the time they get up in the morning till the time they go to bed at night. That's what a new Christian in Christ also needs so that they grow and they don't fall into this category that's talked about here, here in Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through 14. We have another example of this type of person in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Same type of people that we have in Hebrews chapter 5, we find in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Verses 1 through 3. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and now you are still not able. For you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? And so again, we find people that were not growing in God's word. They were stuck in being babes in Christ because they were not going to God's word for the food necessary to be able to survive as an adult Christian. They were not using their teeth. They were feasting on the milk, which did not supply the nutrients necessary in order to grow and to mature. And so they stayed stuck right there in that infancy, not able to teach anyone, not able to help anyone. We need to grow beyond this infancy. Look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Therefore, laying aside all malice and deceit and hypocrisy, envy and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. When you're a babe, desire the milk so you can grow. But at some point, you have to grow beyond that milk and start eating the meat that is in God's word. In 1 in first, second Peter chapter 3, verses 14 through 18, the Bible says, Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, without spot and blameless, and consider that the longsuffering of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you, as also in all of his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction, as they do the rest of the scriptures. You, therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and forever. Amen. If we want to get beyond having this problem, that the people in Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through 14 did. We have to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Jesus, Savior Jesus Christ and use our teeth 
to digest the word. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.